0: Thank you to Haven's Kitchen for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, my random Tuesday afternoon target find has turned into a full-blown obsession. Haven's Kitchen Herbie Chimichuri might have been the one that won me over, but since then I've been cooking with all of their delicious, vegan, and gluten-free sauces. And while I would consider myself a decent cook, these fresh and ready packets have basically made me a full-blown chef. If you're ready to get sauce too, find them by using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and check out all of their amazing food inspiration there. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. It has been a few weeks since we talked. If you're following me on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast, you saw that we unexpectedly lost our pup, Bolt, to a very silent and aggressive cancer, and I opted to take a few weeks off and regroup. Something I've come to learn very deeply over the past year is that you have to protect your peace. Working in a digital space, social media, blogging, podcasting, all of that, requires you to be very present. And being human just like you I sometimes don't have it in me. I want to be authentic when we do talk, and at times, that means taking a break. But those are the best kinds of relationships and friendships, right? The ones where you can pick right back up where you left off with no hard feelings or drama. So thank you for tuning back in, and I'm excited to pick back up on our weekly conversations. This episode is also super special because it marks the one-year anniversary of Rogan Reasoned. Last year, on my birthday, I launched this podcast with such excitement in growing a community of badass individuals that are down for real conversations about life, business, and badassery, who were ready to redefine the term reckless and take control of their own lives on their own terms. And I have not been disappointed. I appreciate every single one of you Every single listen, every single review and rating, and all of the feedback and follow up on the conversations and thoughts I share every Monday. I'm stoked for year two, and I can't wait to share some other things I have in the works with you. So happy anniversary to all of us. So tomorrow is my birthday, and it just so happens that I share the day with a very special person. Well, pup, but he's a person to me our dog Marshall. I shared a lot about Bolt last year because of all the surgeries and challenges he faced, but Marshall is our goofy, pity American bulldog mix that is turning eight years old. Although he still acts like he's three, which I'm not complaining about. He now has an Instagram and you can follow him at the TheRealMarshallSeekman. That's Marshall with two L's and Seekman is spelled S-I-E-C-K-M-A-N. He's been super depressed since we lost Bolt. So we've been doing lots of things together, going on lots of walks, getting extra cuddles, all of it. And his Instagram is where we're documenting parts of our life together. But before we dig into the episode, I want to share something else that Marshall and I are doing together for our birthday. This year in Bolt's honor, we are holding a birthday fundraiser for Magnificent Mutt's Rescue, a Chicago area rescue where I adopted Bolt from back in 2011. I cannot imagine not having those years with Bolt, and I am so grateful for the work they did to take care of him before he joined our family at just weeks old. If you'd like to learn more about what we are doing and perhaps make a donation, please visit our page at www.lauraswanseekman.com slash BOLT, B-O-L-T. We'll be fundraising through August 31st, 2021, and seriously, any amount counts. 100% of your donation will go to Magnificent Met's Rescue to help them to continue to save lives, and it would put such a smile on Marshall and I's faces to make an impact in BOLT's name. They also have foster opportunities and their upcoming run for pause 5K in October, if you wish to donate your time instead. Details are all on the page. So again, that's ww.loreswanseekman.com slash bolt. And if you want to follow Marshall, you can find him at the real Marshall Seekman on Instagram. So on to our topic. Thanks for letting me get all that out. I don't know what it is about summer, but I swear this entrepreneurial wave hits. Maybe it's the extra sun and vitamin D. Having more time off, who knows? But for a lot of us, business ideas come rolling into our brains. The creative juices are flowing. You'd think it'd be more around the start of the year when everyone's on their bullshit resolution and fresh start train but not from what I've noticed. And I work with a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs, so I have just a few examples to back this up. So that presents the question, which business idea is best to pursue? If you're like me, you have a bunch. Of course, you may want to do all of them, do all the things. But once we come down from our cloud a little bit, we have to realize they aren't all feasible, profitable, or ready to be launched. There's a few things we have to address first. All right, so it's time to take a few notes. Write this down retain it in that mental vault, or be sure to revisit this episode later to remind yourself of what we talk about. Because we are going to break down the questions you need to answer and the things you need to consider before jumping into your badass business idea with two feet. This isn't about being scared, not being ready, feeling overwhelmed. It's simply clarifying where you should put your energy. No matter what conclusion you've come to at the end of this chat, realize these sometimes tough questions are cutting out months, maybe even years of bullshit for you. First off, know that we are talking business. We aren't talking about things that can, should be, or can only be hobbies. A business has structure, goals, growth, and profit. If any of your ideas are hobbies, ask them now. There is nothing wrong with a hobby, but this is about business. In fact, sometimes it's good not to let your hobbies become a business because you do them too much, you lose interest in them, and you don't have an outlet for just enjoyment. Everything becomes associated with work. So don't be hesitant to be a little selfish with some of your talents and hobbies and keep them just for you. Next, I need you to consider whether your new business is going to provide supplemental, aka extra, income or if you intend for it to be your main income stream. Do you need it to fully support you right now? Are you okay with it being a supplemental source for now and hope to grow it into your main source at a specific later date? Will it always just be extra cash? Knowing your intentions surrounding profit and being honest with yourself about your timeline to make it happen will help you determine whether your business idea fits in that particular structure. Now, this business idea or ideas that you're considering, does it or do they have benefits? And no, I don't mean insurance. You'll be paying for that one on your own, something else to consider, of course. But does it create a work lifestyle you want or will it create stress? Sure, building a business is work and at times stressful, but is that what will dominate? We don't want to pursue ideas that don't add value to our lives, that don't benefit us or start to create serious problems instead. It's okay to build something with the perfect schedule, income, and days off. It's 100% pointless to pursue a life you're gonna hate. So look at your idea and be real. Will you have the life you want if you go after this business? And when you've chosen a non-hobby, identified your income goals, and nailed down your ideal lifestyle, ask yourself, after it is launched, all branded, built, ready to sell, ready to show, can it grow from there? Or is it a one-trick pony for a one-minute period of time? You don't need to become a corporate conglomerate. That's not the type of growth I'm talking about. But does it have opportunity to grow with the times? Is there flexibility in offering a new product or service in the future? And can you grow with it? If it can't evolve as you evolve as a person, it's going to be difficult to maintain. Now, maybe you've noticed that I've been talking about you a lot, and that's intentional. A lot of articles, advice, books, Google, whatever, might dig into a market analysis, pricing, customer demographics, et cetera, first. And those aren't irrelevant things. But when we start a business, it's an extension of ourselves. It's important to make decisions for yourself first and then your customer. I find that the mindset is often opposite and that bothers me. I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people are miserable in what they do. So now that we have busted out some of the use scenarios regarding your ideas, let's in fact pivot to thinking about your customer and their perception and use of your potential products and services. Age-old question here. You'll see this as a staple consideration in many business pieces out there, and I'm in full agreement with it. Does your business idea solve a problem? If someone can do something on their own, without assistance, for free, and in a timely manner, they'll do it. When they can't, that's where you come in. Maybe someone will be paying you for motivation. Maybe they'll be paying you for 40 hours of work in their backyard space. Maybe they'll be paying you for a product that just changes their lives. The point is your business is gold when you're able to step in where someone else isn't capable or willing and provide a quality, valuable solution to an otherwise headache. This solution that your business idea potentially provides might fall into one of two categories. No one else is currently providing it and you've got the edge on the market. Second, someone else is doing it, but not like you will. So which one do you fall in? And you don't have to go down the rabbit hole on this, but make a note. It will help you with your planning, marketing, and stylizing later. Your solution also needs to be easy to understand. If people are unsure of what you're actually doing for them, Or they can't locate it or don't know it even exists based on where you're presenting it or how you're marketing it. How is it going to work? Look at your idea. Is it clear? If not, it doesn't mean you have a bad idea. Just clean it up and make it easier to understand. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Verb Energy. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick me up? verb energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso just without the coffee jitters actually they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry coconut chai salted peanut butter and vanilla latte and at just 90 calories we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021 are you in snag your 16 bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at VerbEnergy energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Are we doing okay so far? Is your idea still hanging in there or are you sifting the weeds out of your massive idea pile? keep listening. We have just a bit further to go to give you the clarity you need. Let's talk money. Everyone's favorite topic, right? The profit is the best part. Well, that's if you make one. I don't mean that in a discouraging your business is going to the shitter way. I mean that in a, I want you to know your value way. When it comes to pricing your business, are you confident that with whatever idea you pursue, You'll price your products, services, and offerings at your worth. This is truly why a lot of businesses fail. It's not that the idea was bad. It was just executed in a non-profitable fashion. People are scared of asking for money for whatever reason. So they undercut themselves with the intention of trying to be as attractive and accessible as possible, and they create a game they'll never win. Don't be afraid of demanding your value. The next money consideration is focus less on you and more on your sellable item. Again, that being products, services, whatever. Does it have pricing challenges of any kind? Are there high distribution costs? Are your materials difficult to source? Will you need to hire a million people to execute one thing? If your business idea is going to be a money-draining 92 Ford Fiesta with 250,000 miles, Is that really the thing you want to take on? And don't come at me with the everything takes work, sweat, and elbow grease mindset. Of course, your business takes effort. I'm all in for elbow grease. But you do sometimes get a choice in your hardships, and some things are avoidable. You need to spend and earn wisely. So look at your idea, identify any pricing challenges, and make a decision if they are worth taking on right now, or maybe you can push it to later. Maybe it's just better suited for down the road. So lastly, let's revisit the profit and profit timeline goals you established for yourself earlier in the conversation. You know, is this an idea serving as supplemental income or as a main source of financial stability? With that in mind, ask yourself, is my idea easy to copy? I mean, maybe you're the one copying at this point, but let's pretend someone copies you will this completely diminish your value and send you packing? Or is it unique enough? I just want you to think sustainability. Can this be something that you can count on moving forward? Again, you may get copied and it might not make a difference because you do it like you do and they do it like them and there's plenty of room at the table for everyone. I mean, why do you think there are so many insurance agents and realtors out there? Some industries have room. The potential of being copied doesn't kick your idea out of the running. Just make sure you've thought about what happens next when that happens, or if it can happen. So now that your head is swirling with thoughts, you may feel tempted to start second-guessing yourself, and I want to tell you don't. Just answer each question or consideration honestly and make a neutral decision about what is best, and I would actually encourage you not to talk about any of this with people. Some people look to others to affirm their ideas and what they should do. But no one knows it like you do. No one has your inspiration, drive, plan, eye for detail, any of it. Inviting other people to the conversation who ultimately don't have direct involvement with your business, typically only results in opinions you don't want. Others may be stealing your idea, and judgment and insecurity on your end. Be confident in what conclusions you came to in this conversation. A few of your ideas, or maybe the only one you came to the table with, might have been asked now. That's okay. You saved yourself some trouble. Or, big or, it just didn't make the cut right now. It still can at a later time. When some of the answers to those questions shift, Again, we all evolve. Life evolves. Financial situations evolve, and the puzzle piece might fit perfectly in the future. Keep it in the wings. There may be some of you that listened thus far without a business idea at all, which is awesome because you'll have a point of reference when those creative juices hit. And if you want to start a business but don't know where to, well, start, ask yourself, what am I good at? And run with it from there. I'm hopeful that you've made some decisions about your badass ideas as we've talked, and I want to see and hear about what you've got in the works. So don't hesitate to tag me, message me, or let me know if you need additional support in your business development process. It's my day job after all. And again, thank you so, so much for your support of me, Rogan Reasoned, and this community over the past year. It is just wild to think back to last July when I pushed out my first episodes, brimming with excitement and fear and what has transpired since then. It's such a great feeling to start the second year feeling at home with all of you. And I hope you'll continue to share in our chats each Monday. Marshall and I hope to connect with you as part of our birthday fundraiser in memory of our buddy Bolt. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Have a great week, guys. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.loraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.